All right. Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to Coach's Cup. I'm Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender with Judith Fender Coaching. So we're talking about emotional adulthood today, and this can be a really empowering topic. Um, sometimes when people first hear about it, it kind of, it's one of those topics that they can be resistant to, get a little pushback. I know when I'm working with a client and I have to point out, mm, you know, this may not be somebody else's problem. This is probably your problem. They don't always take that so well. Right. But it can be a really empowering topic. For sure. Same with my clients. Um, I use this a lot with uh, weight loss clients mm -hmm. and understanding that, you know, that it's all, it's all their responsibility to take full ownership of exactly where they're at in their life with their choices. Yeah. Yeah. And so the first point, that's great segue. The first point is we're going to talk about taking responsibility for both your joy and your pain. So you get some, some good with your bad, right? 50, 50. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me how that works with, with your weight loss clients. Well, for many of my clients, weight loss will happen. You know, they can, they can be motivated. They can have many um, actions that they are taking to get things in place, but it's really that final step when they, when they take full ownership of that it's when they eat the chips off plan and instead of blaming their spouse that they realize that it, it was, it was them, that it, that the spouse and the chips had nothing to do with, with their choices. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm going to have a little confession time here. I have to admit, I still have moments mm -hmm. where I want to put the blame for something that, that I eat on somebody else. Blaming and, and making themselves a victim. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I know. Yeah, and emotional adulthood is is not about that. When we truly are ready to take responsibility, um, I see it a lot in clients with their relationships. Maybe it's a relationship with a spouse, maybe it's with a child, but it's it's that same idea. You have to take ownership. If you don't like the response that you're getting from someone, that doesn't mean that you have a license to turn around and turn that on them. It's, right. it's all of what your thoughts are about the process. It really the same way with weight loss, you know, you can't blame external factors for your choices. You have to take full responsibility for what you are putting in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I, the next one, not expecting other people to make us happy. You know, these are things that I think, they're important because they go against the things that we have learned in our culture over our lifetime. When we, when we're young and we're taught to look for, or not taught, but when we think about looking for a partner someday, mm -hmm. it's somebody who's going to make me happy, right? That's the fairy tale. Somebody who's going to make me happy. Well, the truth of the matter is somebody else can't make me happy. What? Are you telling me? Talk to me more, Sonia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of mind-blowing, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's not until we realize that we have the power to make ourselves happy 
that we're really going to find anyone who, with whom we're compatible. Right. And, you know, that's the same with, with weight loss and food. It, the food is never going to make you happy. The chips, the bagels, the croissants, the whatever you insert is not going to give you joy. Your thoughts about the food are making you happy in the moment, but in the, in the end, right, it's the res- what you're getting, the result that you're not happy with. It's not really what you wanted. So yeah. the mind management, so good. Yeah. All right. Not expecting other people to make us feel secure. Mm. Yeah, I think you had a good example for that one. What was that? Yeah, well, in, in relationships, you know, we often want people to make us feel secure. For example, <laughs> I never, ever ask my husband how something looks on me unless I want just a really honest opinion. Because even if he says something, you know, how often do you get that deer in the headlight look when you ask your husband, how does this look on me? Because his immediate thought is I can't win. Right. And let me get like, your husband's an attorney, right, Sonia? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Am, am I on trial here? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. I don't know what to say. What's the ulterior motive? <laughs> we, we can't find that security. If he says, Oh, that looks awesome on you. If my mind is not in the right place, I'm going to go somewhere like, he's just saying that. He just wants to get out of giving me a real answer. You know, so I'm not going to find security in his answer anyway. So I just don't ask. I think that, I think that point, like this example is just super helpful for like, what woman doesn't understand this, right? Whoever you're asking, it's, you've, you've got to create that with your own your own thoughts about you. Yeah. And how, how have you done that over time? I mean, because it takes work, right? It doesn't, it's not something that just happens. We don't automatically just suddenly feel secure in whom we are. Wow. So I think you just set my brain thinking, you know, there was a time where I can remember having many insecurities, especially one example, um, I was going to travel overseas. I wanted, wanted to travel overseas. Um, and I had, wow, this really terrible thought. I was feeling very insecure about myself that, um, I thought a fat American, I'm just going to say it traveling, traveling to Europe. Mm-hmm. And I felt very insecure. And, um, I really worked on my thought work through some coaching that I had and, um, and transitioned from that to, you know, that's just a thought I'm thinking. That's just a thought I'm thinking. And that's been about three years ago to where now, like the thought never, like things just don't even cross my mind like that. That's just an example that I can draw on that the value of mind management and owning, you know, the responsibilities all on me to, to, to create my secure feelings yeah. with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think many, um, I know as I've struggled with, with my weight over, over the years, um, I will sometimes have those thoughts of, well, they're going to think I'm lazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's something that a lot of, I've seen a lot of women, um, especially if they have a weight problem, they try to overachieve because they're trying to somehow make up for that with other people. They're trying to negotiate 
when, yeah, it's about your own thought management. What, what do you really believe? And that's something that doesn't take care of itself typically with weight loss. I mean, you can lose weight and you're still going to find other reasons to have those feelings. Right. And it was really holding me back from, from the thought of traveling and I really wanted to go, but that thought was very powerful. So I was able to go and manage my mind, you know, the, the insecurity was there, but I was, you know, working it out and had a great time. Awesome. All right. So the last one, and this, again, it goes back to our childhood, um, understanding that we're the only ones who can hurt our feelings. How many times when you're a kid, did your parents, you had siblings, I was an only child, but I still had cousins. But how many times did your parents make you apologize for hurting one of your siblings feelings? Well, I was the baby of the family. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I would go to my parents and be like, mom, James did this, you know, so mom was put on the spot of, you know, she wanted me, she didn't want me to have hurt feelings. And she wanted my brother to do you know, take the blame and apologize to me. So, um, yeah, that, but there I was feeling like a victim and, uh, and here, you know, and it, and it carries into adulthood where we can very easily want to blame, um, you know, even like COVID, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's like something we can talk about that every, everyone in the United States, the world is dealing with. Uh, creating this victim mentality and not taking full ownership of of our feelings around it and it's a lot of feelings yeah absolutely there's there's a lot of fear there's a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. um you know we're looking at going back to school right now and i have i have um, people in my department who are worried because they have health issues and it's easy to become over overwhelmed but in the way that we're the only ones who can hurt our feelings, we're also the only ones who can take control and gain gain power over them in some way. And that's that's why we really want to strive for emotional adulthood, I think. It feels so much better than being an emotional child mm-hmm. when, when you can own your feelings and see what you're creating with your thoughts and as I think about COVID, just, just, I don't want to say I have peace of mind, Sonia. What do I feel? Um, I feel confident, yeah, self-confident about my relationship with COVID and the steps that I'm taking and, and my fears and my anxieties and my mind management. Yeah. It's really, it's empowering. It is. It's a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's where we want to be. I mean, whether it's a relationship with our spouse Mm-hmm. think about when you show up already feeling secure in your thoughts, when you show up and think, huh, that, that outfit looks good on me. And you don't go ask your husband. <laughs> I mean, that's a win-win, right? right? You already feel good about yourself. He doesn't get the deer in the headlight look mm-hmm. and have to answer this no win question. And it, it creates a better situation for everybody. Not expecting people to make us happy. How much time do we waste on not just expecting them to make us happy, but then lamenting the fact that they're not making us happy. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's, it's time wasted. It's time lost. And if you can give that up and understand that you own that power, wow, what a trade, you know? So good. I just love everything you said. It's, it's such a nice, um, nice wrap up for emotional adulthood. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot for being with us today and we'll see you again next week on the Coach's Cup. All right. Oh, bye. <laughs> bye, -bye. <laughs>